From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. A county in North Carolina incorrectly told nearly 7,000 residents they had tested positive for the coronavirus due to what officials say was a technical glitch. The messages were sent by text messages to more than 6,700 residents in Mecklenburg County last Friday. More than 500 people also received a county email with the notice. The county first told residents that morning the messages were a scam and that their health department does not notify people of their COVID-19 test results through a text message. A few hours later, though, the county said on Twitter the messages had actually gone out due to a glitch in the software system that has been addressed by the software provider. County manager Dina DeRio told county commissioners in an email Monday that the messages were sent through Health Space Data System, a company based in Canada. The county has been using the company's software since May to help with contact tracing efforts amid the pandemic. According to a statement from Mecklenburg County, no personal information was shared or compromised. HealthSpace CEO Silas Garrison also apologized for, quote, any alarm this caused citizens who were not supposed to be sent an alert or survey. Dorio said the messages were sent to people who were in HealthSpace's system. It's not clear if those who received the messages had tested positive for the virus or were in close contact with someone who had. The federal government outlined a sweeping plan today to make vaccines for COVID-19 available for free to all Americans, even as polls show a strong undercurrent of skepticism rippling across the land. In a report to Congress and an accompanying playbook for states and localities, federal health agencies and the Defense Department sketched out complex plans for a vaccination campaign to begin gradually in January or possibly later this year, eventually ramping up to reach any American who wants a shot. The Pentagon is involved with the distribution of vaccines, but civilian health workers will be the one giving shots. According to the CDC, the campaign is much larger in scope and complexity than seasonal influenza or other previous outbreak-related vaccine responses. For most vaccines, people will need two doses, 21 to 28 days apart. Double-dose vaccines will have to come from the same drug maker. There could be several vaccines from different manufacturers approved and available. The vaccine itself will be free of charge, and patients won't be charged out of pocket for the administration of shots, thanks to billions of dollars in taxpayer funding approved by Congress and allocated by the Trump administration. States and local communities will need to devise precise plans for receiving and locally distributing vaccines, some of which will require special handling, such as refrigeration or freezing. States and cities have a month to submit plans. But the whole enterprise is facing public skepticism. Only about half of Americans said they'd get vaccinated in an Associated Press poll taken in May. Of those who wouldn't get vaccinated, the overwhelming majority said they were worried about safety. To effectively protect the nation from the coronavirus, experts say upwards of 70% of Americans must either be vaccinated or have their own immunity from fighting off COVID-19. Since the poll, questions have only mounted about whether the government is trying to push COVID-19 treatments and vaccines to help President Donald Trump's re-election chances. Before the Republican National Convention in August, the FDA granted federal authorization for treatment of COVID-19 patients with plasma from people who have recovered, even though some government scientists were not convinced the clinical evidence was sufficiently strong. And last week, it was reported that Michael Caputo, a Health and Human Services Department political appointee, tried to gain editorial control over a weekly scientific publication from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And lastly, high school athletics could resume in North Carolina as soon as October for student-athletes attending Wake County schools. 
The Wake County Board of Education was presented with a plan to resume sports during its regularly scheduled meeting yesterday afternoon. The plan calls for resuming workouts for cross-country and volleyball on October 1st, followed by other sports on a rolling schedule. Cross-country and volleyball are scheduled to begin their regular season on November 4th. Initially, all sports will be limited to just two workouts per week, which Wake County is calling the date of return, then shifting to five workouts per week approximately one week prior to the start of the regular season, which Wake County is calling the live period. The regular season schedules were set by the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Workouts will be limited to 90 minutes per day per student-athlete, and athletes can only attend one workout per day. Weight rooms and locker rooms will remain closed. Outdoor workouts are limited to 50 people, and indoor workouts are limited to 25 people. The maximum number of people at workouts includes players and coaches. For at least the first two weeks, all workouts must take place on school campuses. Coaches and athletes will be screened daily for symptoms of coronavirus, including a temperature check. Anyone with a temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher, or anyone who displays other symptoms of coronavirus, cannot participate. Screening questions must be answered by all participants before they can take part in a workout. If a person on a team tests positive for coronavirus, all members of the pod who are exposed will quarantine for 14 days and watch for symptoms. People who test positive for coronavirus must provide a note from a healthcare provider before they can return. You can view the full workout schedule at highschoolot.com. This has been your Coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 16, 2020. As always, if you enjoy the news and information you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating, interview, wherever it is you listen. Plus, while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.